Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Rick and Bubba. You are listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the daily Best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the daily Best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is seven and a half minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, brand new hour on a brand new day, on a brand new week, and we are glad that you are here. The kickoff hour is behind us. Uh, Speedy, Greg, Helmsy, uh, all I've given you that. Cam Solo's been on the phone. She'll stay on the phone from Rick and Bubba University. Alapuka now joins us and Rick and Bubba University. Eddie Van Adler settles into the YouTube experience. He's got that covered for you. We will look back. On Father's Day weekend, all the things we were involved with, tell you stories uh, concerning that. Get some of you dads to give us a report on how it went for you. Uh, and uh, today, as kind of we get into um, uh, Father's Day overtime, uh, we're going to talk a little football today. Uh, Coach Skip Holtz will be here with us uh, with the Birmingham Stallions as the, the playoffs are beginning this week. Uh, with the USFL, and we'll talk about that a little bit on the program uh, today, and uh, we'll get those phone calls from you at 866-WE-BE-BIG on whatever is on your mind. Today is Juneteenth, uh, the Emancipation Proclamation, uh, what was that, 1862, uh, when uh, the, the slaves were freed after the Civil War. I think I've got the year right, could be off. Uh, but anyway, so that uh, is something uh, that will be recognized and celebrated today all over the country. We are missing one, uh, the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza in a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! Howdy, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere. Good morning. I got my eye on it. I got my eye on it. Toby Mack. Yeah, about it. Got my eye on it, baby. How about it? Got my eye on it. How are you, Bubba? I'm good. Happy Juneteenth to you. Juneteenth. Uh, and, you know, one of the things I would say, if uh, if you were set free for the love of all that's good and kind, don't go back to a different kind of slavery. That's right. That's uh, right. Be free. Be free indeed. Uh, and uh, so, uh, so that uh, that'll be celebrated across the country. Today. Now, I want to save your email. I think it was eighteen sixty-five, Rick, and not it was. Two. And yeah. You're right on the two on the emancipation. That's but, not what I meant. But, but the eighteen sixty-five was when Texas was celebrated for when the first Galveston. Time. Well, it got the news of the end of slavery yeah, right. reached these parts of the world, like Galveston, Texas. 
Yeah, they, they couldn't just tweet it out back in the day. Yeah, yeah. you, you had so, to wait till a guy on a horse yeah. got there with uh, something official. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, the war actually ended April the 9th, 1865, mm-hmm. and it took till June the 19th for the word to get to Galveston and federal troops to deliver that word to the holdouts. Yeah, yeah what I was saying is that uh, that Lincoln, the An- Emancipation Proclamation, was declared in 1862. I, I, I know what yeah, you were... Yeah. And, but, <laughs> but we never had a Juneteenth to 1865 when everybody started celebrating correct, it. Right, correct. I knew that. It, it's a fairly new holiday for most of mm. us. Mm-hmm. 2021. So we're learning about. Yeah, 2021 yeah, is when it's Well, you know what? It's a good one. That's uh, right. That, that's something to celebrate. You okay over there? Yeah, I just had a, that thing blow back up in my face, my coffee. Uh, a little yeah. hot on Ricky's face, uh, but anyway. So, uh, so we will. Uh, we that that is uh, in play all across the country, and uh, like I say, I it's something that Bubba said years and years ago, and I, I I hope that some of you, especially young people, you'll adopt this. It is wonderful, wonderful to remember our history, so that we don't repeat it. But please don't let your history limit your future. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so anyway, let's, um, let's unpack today too. a charity charge is going on with Buffalo wild wings today. What a wonderful organization today. Uh, just keep smiling. Uh, they assist families with critically ill children and all the horrible things that go along with that, uh, to try to keep them smiling. Uh, and you can help them, uh, by going to all the participating, uh, Buffalo wild wings locations. All of them are in Alabama, our home state. Uh, Alabaster, Birmingham, Gardendale, Tuscaloosa, Hoover, downtown Birmingham, Trustful, Pell City, Oxford, Chelsea. There's never been an easier fundraiser than than Rick and Bubba's Buffalo Wild Wings Charity Charge. That's about as simple as mm-hmm. as, and you, it is a as you win, as you get involved, win, as you can win. Be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because so, when it involves me helping somebody out by eating, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm in my sweet spot. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So, so that uh, that's going on. And I mentioned uh, Lou. Uh, we got Kit Skip Holtz, not Lou, and uh, quarterback Alex Magoo coming up for, with the Stallions later in the program, and we'll cut up with them a little bit. And Daryl Johnston, the uh, the president of uh, of the USFL and uh, NFL. Uh, great is our was our guest this past weekend on Rick and Bubba University the podcast that has already dropped if you haven't already watched it or listened to it. Yeah, the USFL heads into their playoff season yep. this coming weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, the Stallions will be playing for the Southern Championship, mm-hmm. Southern Division Championship, and then move on to that championship game we have. Right, and defending champions. Yep. So, uh, yep. so we'll we'll They've hit had a that. Good run. Yeah, that, that that we'll have a good run with that today. Is that me? Yeah, who's that? I think that was me. Is that you? Okay. So, uh, so we'll unpack <laughs> that today. Gridiron Men's Conference <laughs> this morning, past Hunter. weekend had a chance to to meet uh, men from all over the country. I've got a couple of things that I'll discuss uh, concerning that. Uh, over this weekend, there's uh, there's updates galore involving you know did I come in too hot uh, <laughs> with Mike Pence. Um, some of the, some of the guys love y'all. Uh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to talk about some of the behavior. Okay, we'll we'll talk about that a little Uh-oh. bit. It was funny. It was funny, but we'll we'll talk about that. And we'll also ask the question today: uh, Is one of the problems with Donald Trump? Is one of the things that turn people away from him the most? Some of his supporters. So uh, so we'll we'll we'll, a- we'll ask that question. We, wow. We've often today. wondered that about some football teams. Yeah, yeah. Some of y'all, I'm trying to help, and and y'all think y'all are doing Trump some good, but it's 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 people like you and the way you act that make people not want to vote for him. I just want you to know. Mm-hmm. Um, some sometimes you have to ask that uncomfortable question, and I'm really praying about it may be a resource that uh, that I, that I may be called to write because I know I have the same issue, and the title is going to say you are the problem. Ooh, I like it. We, 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 so many times, you, I, I am the problem. 
Mm. And that'll be the title of it. I am the problem. You know, that goes along <laughs> with a book I was thinking about pinning Rick. It was called Things That I Know Are True. Mm. No, l- 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 let me back up. Mm. Things my mom told me that now I know are true. Right. <laughs> Or uh, we can write another one. Things I know are true. I just won't do them. <laughs> that might be a volume, <laughs> right? An encyclopedia. Chapter one, Dave Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter two, how to lose weight. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not great on any of these things. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm just not always willing to do it. Uh, what God said. Man, I know more of it than I like. Uh, Fifteen minutes past the hour. Eight six six. We be big is the number. We'll get into all that today and and more, and your phone call uh, will be sprinkled throughout as well. The Rick and Bubba Show continues right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Okay, so we're talking about life insurance right now, and uh, I know that's one of those topics that, uh, especially if you're young, you probably want to put off and all that, but I wouldn't. Because the older you get, the more life insurance is going to cost you. Uh, so go ahead and get this secure now. And then you're thinking, well, Rick, I, I get real confused about people try to complicate life insurance and, hey, why don't you make a college uh, account out of this? And, uh, you know, and look, get down to the bottom line. It's, it's less expensive, and it's also what you really want anyway. And that is, is my family going to be taken care of if I'm taken uh, uh, and I go into glory before they do? If I die my earthly death, the family that is still here, are they going to be taken care of? And the simplest thing you can do is go to ladder, that's L-A-D-D-E-R, just like you climb, ladderlife.com slash Bubba. Listen to this now. It's 100% digital. And if you are looking to leave $3 million or less for your family, okay, there's going to be no doctors, there's going to be no needles, no paperwork. Uh, Look, people who've used ladder, out of five, their 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 overall rating is four point eight out there on, on Trustpilot. They made Forbes best life insurance list. It, it'll take just a few minutes. All you need is your your laptop or your phone to apply, and then Ladder smart uh, algorithms. They'll they'll immediately come in and say you're approved. You're approved for the uh, this is how much you wanted, and here's how much it'll cost you a month. No hidden fees. You can cancel any time. You get a full refund if you change your mind in the first 30 days. So, and they use insurers with long proven histories of paying claims, okay? And uh, on AM Best, they get an A and A+. Plus. Uh, so, so go right now to ladderlife.com slash Bubba and find out if you're instantly approved. Life insurance has never been made simpler than this. Ladderlife.com slash Bubba. Let's go ahead and do that now. So, Bubba, Father's Day this past weekend, I started getting pictures and uh, people, uh, you know, bringing me into their Twitter feed, social media posts, emails, uh, showing me things they got for uh, um, Father's Day that was tied to the show, and uh, it was. It, I just love seeing that. Oh and, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, I know a lot of you had great Father's Days. We'll recap that. Uh, uh, I hope all of you did, guys. Uh, I'm just, um, uh, you guys are all great dads, and your children are blessed to have you. And uh, so, Bubba, how did you go? Well, we uh, we had a busy weekend on Saturday. We uh, we ventured back to our hometown, home county, mm-hmm. and uh, visited a lot of folks. Calhoun County, baby. A lot of folks. Mm-hmm. Had, uh, you know, some friends and family, and uh, went to a big birthday blowout. And uh, it was, uh, I was going to go by and see Greg. 
And uh, I thought see, he was going to get a puppy. See the puppies. But mm. uh, Greg waved me off because mm. I, nobody can well, come you, by his house right you now. Know no. how the, the, you I know mean, how, I get over there so much. You know, you know. Right, right. Well, he's been waiting on this They're on that when you didn't invite him to the Christmas party. This is <laughs> yeah, yeah, You know how you wait your time? Yeah, well, does that make us even? <laughs> yeah, you're I even mean, now. It's, uh, you're even now. Because we've really used that one. Yeah, you're uh, even now. It, uh, but uh, it, it yeah, was good, but that. it was it was a long day, <laughs> and it was very tiring. And then when Sunday came around, all I wanted to do was chill out. We yeah. got back kind of late. And yeah. I was beat. You was yeah. it. I was done. Done. So we, we just took it easy yesterday. Down and out. Which yeah. is not a bad Father's Day. Yeah, I saw I saw you last night. Yeah. Bubba yeah and we I finally, we yeah. finally ventured out to get yeah. a little yeah. bite to eat yep. and uh, I, I, ran I, into Rick. Yep. Out at one of my favorite establishments. Uh-huh. Bubba and them were winding up and... Uh, Brody, he's the only one that was in town. So young Tasmo and I, we uh, Sherry was getting ready. She's leaving for Israel today. With, oh. uh, and, go, and so that, that. that's big. Uh, with it's not a, every day you say that. With Shalom. a group of women. And uh, so, but we, um, um, so she was like, I got to finish getting packed. So you and your boy, y'all go, y'all go have a day after church. And, uh, and we did. And, and of course, you know, I did one of you know, these things you love. I thought about you. The, um, you know, we had a men's breakfast. On Father's Day, I just I just love that kind of stuff, you yeah. know. When when you when it's Father's Day and you, and everybody's yeah. there, and we had a great Brian Gunn, good night. He 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 delivered a phenomenal message. He man, he's a good teacher uh, from Team Man Church. It's funny with Brian Gunn and I and I won the bet easy because you know everybody has their personalities, you know, when they preach and teach and you, and if you've heard them for a while. And I now to keep in mind there were about a hundred and maybe seventy men. At the breakfast, and uh, and I was telling all the leadership guys at the men's ministry at my local church and staff, I said, everybody can have dinner anywhere you want to go, and it is on me if Brian Gunn's message is from passages in the New Testament. I said, if he doesn't preach from the Old Testament, I said, everybody, dinner is on me. Okay, and I said, and it will likely be a minor prophet. And, uh, and look, and look, and everybody was like, "Come on, man!" Look, he gets up, he goes, "All right, man, let's turn to the very popular passage, Judges chapter one." Look, look, look and everybody started looking at me, and I just said, "I'm here all week." And buddy, he it was a phenomenal message. But anyway, so uh, and then of course, you know, hey, uh, they, they recognized the dads in the service. Yeah, I thought well, about you. Always loved stand up. It's one of my favorite things. I know. So, I know. And and had a great message. So uh, yeah, we so we the plan was that I was going to how I ended up seeing you. There's there and, you know there's a sidewalk film thing downtown, and young Broderick being a an aspiring filmmaker and all that, he he loves to go down there and he said, hey dad. They're doing westerns for Father's Ooh, Day. Ooh, nice. And so we were going to see Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, but it wasn't until 7, mm. and so we still had some time to kill. So I, I had never seen the latest Guardians of the Galaxy, and I was like, well, let's go see that first. Let's go to a movie together, and then if we if we still got it in us for a double feature, <laughs> we'll, we'll, hit, double we'll, feature. Hit, we'll hit Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. And both of us walking out of the movie, he said, I, I think I'm up for just going to get something to eat. And I said, I think I'm with you. <laughs> Big Papa's starting to wear down a little bit. You know, you know it, uh, we, it's been, been a long weekend. Yeah, We'll have the story <laughs> yeah. about it a little later today. Hunter went to see Flash. So did Brody. And uh, he, he was not impressed mm. with it. Mm. Didn't he come in with, low, lot yeah. lower than they thought? Brody yeah. didn't like it either. He said, he I mean, hundreds of millions less than they thought it was going to be. Well, Brody told me the same, probably the same thing Hunter told you. It's, it's one of Brody's favorite you know, characters. So he was really kind of fired up about it. He said, it, the guy may be weird and he is weird and all that. He said, but he is a really good actor. He really is not the problem as far as the, 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 the top, watching the product. 
He just said the product's just not put together very well. Hmm. He said they're so caught, caught up in this multiverse stuff and everything. He said, "Greg, and this is the thing you told me to tell you." And Correct. Brody said, "He said the CGI was terrible." Okay, there it is. He said it Cartoon. was. He said it was just awful. Hunter said they did have a reference back to Batman that mm-hmm. we grew up with, Adam West. Mm-hmm. You know, the in the movie where he's running mm-hmm. with a bomb and can't figure out where to throw it, and he looks over on one side mm-hmm. and it's like kids; the other side's right. got yeah, ducks yeah, yeah. and all that. So I thought, I, you know, it'd be high marks for that. But he said it was just confusing. Well, that, said yeah. it was too much. Yeah, that's what too Brody much. said. And Brody said they tried. They brought Michael Keaton back as Batman, too. And he yeah. said, and that was a good idea. And you see the previews and you get excited. He said, but it was just almost forced. It was awkward. Like, why is Batman even here? Huh. Uh, that, that they just kind of threw it. It's like they took put, put, put a bunch of things and just threw it against the wall. Yeah. He said it yeah. didn't really have a narrative. It, it wasn't the, 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 the story wasn't very good. And he said the CGI looked cheap. He he said they he and Hunter both. I agree. They both gave me the same report. Sounds you know, and I kind of wanted to see it. Yeah. So we walked into uh, a little Japanese restaurant near the theater, and there was Bill Bubba Bussy with Hunter and Betty Bill sitting, Bubba. sitting well, how about sitting that? there eating like a king of, of Mount Fuji. <laughs> you know, you know he he's known as the king of Mount Fuji. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. And so so that was uh, that was so funny. And uh, what well, what was even funnier? You didn't know about it. This thing where Betty and Hunter will sit on one side of the table. Yes. And they will want me to look at things directly behind them the whole time we're eating. It's hard to turn around. And I'm like, you know, I'm I'm not looking at anything. Hey, Dad, look at that on TV. Right. <laughs> you know, and yeah. I'm like, I can't, I can't see the TV. Twist so, around. so Betty said, "Hey, look behind you." I'm like, "I'm not looking behind me again." And then there was Rick. <laughs> uh, it was good. I, you know, when your kids get this age, and you were getting to do it too, uh, you just don't get a lot of time with them. And uh, it was great for he and I just to all those things we've been wanting to talk about, and we got to talk about a lot of serious stuff. We got to talk about a lot of funny stuff. And um, I, I, that that was great. And I heard from all of them yesterday, and you know, from it, very, it's so funny their different approaches. Mm-hmm. And uh, but uh, having young Broderick there with me and spending the day with him, that was that was good. That was special. Well, you know, really, the only big disappointment was I didn't get to see Greg Saturday. I mean, oh, we yeah, were out I know, there. I know him. you were. The, and, and was it? We were then about two miles of his house. And uh, I Dude, wanted to go by and see the puppy. And he wouldn't yeah. let you because they remodeled. Well, we were it? gone, too. Oh, y'all yeah. were gone. Yeah, I want a puppy update when we come you, back. I think you were back because I was there all day. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yes. I didn't realize yeah, we you made the day of the evening. We there all day? So you were yeah. there all day. So oh, you, so that was good. You enjoyed that. I mean, if you're going oh, okay. to Calhoun County, make it all day. You got to catch up. Yeah, make it all day. To you, see, you, yeah. you know, it's near Atlanta, near Birmingham, near perfect. I know. I just wish you'd been near to Greg. You know, and, yeah, and, and know you know, the did. valley's got the name Pleasant in it. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I will tell you this. I don't know what the update is with the puppy. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't let Bubba and Betty have one. Not, uh, I, you I, know, I was going to deliver that. You know, all they need is another fur baby. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, the uh, <laughs> but anyway, so strange T-shirt you got, by the way. Yeah. Did you like? We that? need to discuss that at some point. Yeah. What was it? Oh, you got that a picture funny. of the yeah. T-shirt. Funny one. He got a T-shirt for Dude. Father's Day. Oh, really? That, I saw that was hilarious. And, and I and I thought I'm not responding to this right now. We need to discuss this on air. So sure let's table it. that. That needs to be an entire okay. second. Okay. Yeah, that's a good. One. I thought yeah. I saw all the posts. I didn't see that one. Maybe I just didn't notice the shirt. But but anyway, so um, uh, the. Um, Greg, I'm telling you, if there was one, there was a hundred of men that kept coming up to me going, where's Greg got the puppy set up? They're like, why I'm here, I want to grab a puppy at Gridiron before I go. That and would have been a good you, trial. You I could agree. have blown through those puppies so fast. <laughs> if, 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 you, if you'd had your little setup, right, if you'd have put that right next to the man church booth, they would have been gone. Been perfect. Yeah, so, so where are we Wait on puppies? We're down to four. 
Mm. Okay, and I believe we about got everybody worked out. We delivered uh, Tom. Tom Petty's gone. Tom Petty, Dennis, and Jill Ryan mm -hmm. from Kentucky. How about that? We met them uh, between Gadsden and I-65, trying mm -hmm. to help them out a little bit. Mm -hmm. And uh, I knew Dennis was a good choice when he got out and he had a Rick and Bubba hat on. There you go. Uh -huh. that, that's always comforting. And they had the, yeah. scarf, the Rick and Bubba scarf for the dog. How about that? <laughs> and that is he, as comforting as you can get. Yeah, and Dennis is a truck driver, and he's going to be his traveling partner. He had a dog for eight years that died. Went on in. Went on in that goes with him on all his trips, and he's mm -hmm. going to train Tom Petty. And they're, and they're keeping the name. He is Tom Petty. Wait a minute. That's going to be his name? That's his name. Well, now, I just love this story all the way around. Yeah. <laughs> so he uh, and Tom, if you see the picture, but he's one of the white ones. Okay, that one just got dumped actually. Oh really? Uh, and uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, we uh met the nice people. Everybody's been really nice. We made like I said, we've met and gave out four, and then we got four to go. But we think we know where all they're going. So you do? We're, we're gonna be working that. That was out my this, next question. Yeah, we'll be working that out this week. So because I know there's people that have requested, but you're saying you think y'all vetted out you uh, for yeah. uh, for because so, doesn't one of them want more than one? Yeah, and that happened in the first round too. The first people yeah. that got them, right. uh, the bishops, they took two, uh -huh. and then we have another young lady that wants two. So. And she getting vetted out? Did she make the oh, vet? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So Lisa's approved her? Yes. Okay. I yeah. think the FBI is going to hire Lisa. I do, too. That was my next <laughs> statement. Yeah, has the FBI checked? You know, maybe we need Lisa to call some of the people. We're, of course, she, apparently we're not calling anymore. Of course, I hope it works out. She always leaves with them. Now, look, if it gets there and he didn't, it didn't work out with you, don't just give him away. Just call us back. No, no. We'll don't let him say that. Well, that, that's her guarantee she puts on it. <laughs> her guarantee you'll take them back. Yeah. So how's she doing emotionally? She, she, you know, she realized we can't have ten dogs, but she, <laughs> but you know, the way the whole thing is went, you bottle feed them, you do, oh, yeah, you know, great. wow. First of all, it's been a really long eight right. weeks. They turned eight weeks yesterday. You get Woo! very close, and I, but, and, I, and I remember because you, you were more involved than you normally would have been anyway. Well, and, and there was a lot of them, and sometimes to settle them, you'd hold them against your bare chest. I would. <laughs> I'd go skin to skin with them so we could bond. <laughs> yeah, so they. And, but it's it's winding down. If we can get these this this. You know, the meeting and swapping and all that done, yeah. then, then I think we're going to be all right. So so when do you think these next four will be gone? When will, I, you, I when hope, will you be puppy-free and then you and Milling start to bond? Uh, yeah. yeah me, me and her bonding. Yeah, you got some things to do. <laughs> so, you know, I would one, love That's one thing that Greg May protected you from uh, yesterday was being bit by Millie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's pleasant. Ain't she and, something? Uh, ain't she something? <laughs> And you know it's great. I get to keep her. Yeah. So that's, I'm doing my duty, but we're giving all these puppies right. that, that are just awesome. Yeah. And, but we get to keep Millie. Yeah. yeah. You get to keep the one that's traumatized so, and needs counseling. So she likes Lisa. She's just not big yeah. on that. So was this guy kind of like Jerry Reed in Smokey oh, and the Bandit? That's right. That exactly. That's what first thing I thought that. when uh, Jill, his wife, had reached out in an email when it first we was talking about it, and she explained it. That's the first thing I thought about was, uh, mm -hmm. oh, Snowman. Yep. What in my it, mind, Tom name? Petty has been adopted by Snowman. Yep. My, I, I'm you. with He's you. He's going to be riding uh -huh. yeah. up and down the highway right. listening to the CB radio. Absolutely. Right. With his Rick and Bubba scarf on <laughs> over a riding gun. And of course, Lisa always, and they, everybody, they send pictures of, of him back. And he said every time he crosses the state line, he's going to get out by the sign and take a picture with us. <laughs> I love it. But it's yeah, it's been it's been quite the experience. But they're really nice. Everybody so far has been really nice. So what? I, I mean, I, this is a dumb question I'm about to ask. I know how the house training thing goes at houses if you're gonna have a dog that stays in the house i mean i've been through it and done it and all that how do you do that with an 18 wheeler so how do you I keep the dog what? from crapping yeah. and, and being in know, your truck he, he had well, one for just, eight years so maybe he knows, yeah, he knows how to do it obviously yeah. Yeah. You, you just teach him to go when you go when you stop i right. guess yeah i guess so yeah I, i'd hate to take that task on yeah yeah oh, oh, oh. i'm sure it's got its own 
own difficulties. Yeah. Yes, you know it does. Well, that's one of those things that you know, there's so many of these in life where to each his own. Mm-hmm. You know, the, that's your deal. That's your how about deal. Snowman knows how to do it? He's done that's it for, right. right. for eight yeah. years. It's yeah. not new for Snowman. What seems difficult to us to snowman's to, hey to snowman's nothing. Fred, Fred was his dog. <laughs> yeah. that snowman's dog? Fred, yeah, yeah, it was. He was a beagle. Fred, Fred, Fred Bassett, 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 have you yeah. noticed that you and me, no matter what a dog is, we'll make one run at making them a beagle? Oh yeah, you know absolutely. Yeah. I saw I saw a little pile of beagle puppies the other night on something, and I thought, man, that's the cutest thing I've ever seen. Did you know that you said something on the show last week, <laughs> and I meant to tell you? But, <laughs> Had to be Thursday or Friday, right? But I didn't get it in. <laughs> right, it was it was only it was one of those two days, and 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 this week we're gonna try to pull maybe three out of it. But, uh, but, <laughs> well, but four. yeah, <laughs> well we'll see. Uh, but anyway, so. Um, the uh, you said that when we were talking about that Monet thing, and you were like, I just I'd soon have a painting of the two beagles. Yeah. And did you know that one of the things, and it was Sherry's idea, and it was a really, really, really good idea. So we always had beagles growing up. Oh, you yeah. know, Dad always kept a pack of beagles, and we rabbit we, dogs. we done that thing you're doing, and we rabbit hunted and all this kind of stuff, and oh, just yeah. had a blast with them. Let's do them run. So <laughs> Sherry had this great idea when Dad started y- getting into you know the battle with Alzheimer's. And, you know, there's certain things that, that, uh, that calm him and, and he enjoys. And Sherry, it was such a good idea. She said, you know, we, we had a, a friend of ours. As a matter of fact, it's actually uh, uh, my former pastor, Nanny Wood's wife, and she is an incredible artist. And, uh, and Sherry went to her and said, could you paint a painting of, of two beagles out like in a field <laughs> hunting? And she said, absolutely, I can. And so Sherry got her pictures of beagles that looked kind of like dads, mm-hmm. the kinds that we always <laughs> had. And she made a painting, and, and he has two beagles on a painting, just what you were talking about. And he loves it. Yeah. He talks about those beagles, and he'll go and stand and look at that. And he Aww. and it, it was such a good idea. But but it was to your point. Uh, Daddy, Dad's the same way. If we'd have got him a Monet and, and, and spent a fortune, oh, it wouldn't mean nothing no, to him no. like the, the, the painting those, those two, two beagles. beagles. I mean, he loves that painting, those two beagles. And, you know, they, and they are very calming. One of yeah. my favorite uh, drawings I did as a kid was of two beagles. Mm-hmm. And uh, I still get, got a picture of it somewhere. Can you bring it in? Please bring it in. We've seen your horse, and it was very impressive. Yeah, and your bird. Don't you have a bird? Yeah. 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 But it was, this was pen and ink, too. And it was uh, I always just, – just the beagles just cute. I yeah, don't know if yeah. they just – now they got a mouth on them. They do. Oh, they and do. when you try to keep oh. them as a pet, that can be a problem. And they'll chew because they like to bark. If you hate barking and chewing, they're not a good choice. <laughs> no. uh, but but the thing, and we've said this on the show before, and I, now I'm quoting Hunter Biden. Bubba, you you've taken a, a little talent and you've hid it under a tree. No, no. Oh, no. share it with his friend. Yeah. Kind of had its hey, time. Hey, hide hide it under a bush. Oh no, <laughs> let it shine. I, 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 let it shine. You sh- we should have a gallery. Of your work, mm-hmm. and there's no uh, telling what there you. Ain't much of it left. There's, well, I mean, you need to create new. Oh, that needs to be a, a hobby of yours, a calming. It's like yeah. that blood pressure down. Yeah. yeah, you probably get off one med if you start painting. <laughs> 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 probably just be aggravated more. <laughs> uh, Fifteen minutes to the top. I'm impressed by it because you talk. I don't even have a a smidge of talent to be able to draw anything. So I'm, I'm always impressed by that. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, so I was just sent a picture in the break. The question has been often asked, who has harassed, harassed Greg more in his life, me or Gerald Cates? 
And we've come to the conclusion. Oh, hey, I know it, Peter. It's we, a burning we, question. We, we've come to the conclusion that volume-wise, it's definitely Gerald Capes. Right. Yeah. Not just me. Yeah, yeah. The whole, There's the whole, a long list of yeah. people. And and what mine are is there's not as many of them, but mine may be more more deadly. Yeah. You know, I, when I when I do one, it counts. Now Gerald just continues to do it all the time. Well, he has sent me a picture of Greg. Apparently, Gerald is helping yeah, me with that the remodeling. Was, that was, Bill now, they were little, oh littler then. Little. That's about two or three weeks oh ago. My uh-huh. Look, he's got oh a picture my. of Greg in one of his many uh, plastic pools Greg, you're with, in the pool with, with his puppies. But Gerald wanted me to pose. Yeah, and uh, and Gerald made him get in that and pose. And you know what he said? Greg Burgess, if you don't get in that pool and pose yeah. me, we ain't going to do these walls. See, they're a lot bigger than that now. We're not going to finish this remodeling. If you don't get in that pool, let me take a picture of you, Greg Burgess. <laughs> Greg Burgess, your puppy daddy. Uh, I mean, you can just see how that went. Really and, um, Look at that. You Is know that what the he, fan you got over there for him? Yeah, yeah, it's hot in there. Do you know what he wrote? <laughs> Do you know what Gerald wrote under this picture? Have you ever? Have you ever? He didn't love it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Look at that. Yeah. It's winding down. Look, Greg, I can tell by your face he's on you. Yeah. Oh, you know, okay. He told me to get in there. I like mm-hmm. the fact you're hanging on that Burgess Award. Thank you. So, <laughs> I am so I got to get that out. Thank you, Bubba, for bringing Gosh, that up. Gosh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to go through my stuff. Oh, no, that Christmas that? tree thing. No, I need you to zoom through know. every bit. Go to the show. I want to do it what Please. is the pink over there to the left? That's some, that's some Easter. That's an Easter Is that a bunny? Are those yeah. bunny ears? Oh, oh okay. wow. What's that spray bottle up top there in the middle? <laughs> is that a tree stand? Yeah, the two, of them. <laughs> two of them. Two of them. Two tree <laughs> stands up there. Them, well, you got to have you got to love put this your stuff so up. much. Greg, is that that one you threaten to climb every year in but yeah. never do? Oh, oh, wait, time happen. out. Time out. Go down. Is that a bicycle? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that bicycle from the 70s? <laughs> Greg. Yeah. No, it, it isn't. It's that style like it is. <laughs> yeah. Do you it's ride that mine. ever? That's Lisa's. Lisa's. That Do y'all ever ride it? When you're doing 3010? Uh, I'll run. I'll What's run this right. Christmas tree thing, Greg? Yeah, That's the decoration. Goes out in the yard. Goes out in the yard. That's the decoration. Goes out in the yard. Thank y'all. Oh, that's man. enough. That's, that's enough. Man, that's good stuff. Oh, right look at that. I didn't realize how big they got since yeah. I see that picture. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's getting emotional. Maybe, maybe. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like when we play Reagan for And they for called Bubba. it Puppy Love. Y'all told me eight weeks. I had to keep them eight weeks. So it was eight weeks yesterday. So, so, and so by Wednesday, you'll be down to two if if the schedule yeah, goes yeah, wrong. Yeah, everything got and, and then mm-hmm. uh, hopefully within a week, you're yeah. going to be sitting here puppy free. I was um, wow. also in the break. Uh, Bubba showed me the T-shirt y'all were telling me about. Yeah, that he got about speaking yeah. of dog. That? Speaking of dog, funny. Um, that, yeah, yeah. It was uh, that's that's. Uh, I, I missed that. I didn't. I didn't see that. That I, I don't know that we can even show. Can it. I put yeah. that on the screen? No, yeah, I, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think so. There's no a, need to do. Well, the right. things that happen at the lake. Mm-hmm. Now, how did y'all see it? How'd y'all know? It was a text it's, message. It's, it's on our group text. It's Team Rick and Bubba. Active week. Active I weekend. can show this part of it. A <laughs> lot guess. going on this weekend. Yeah. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah you can show it. There you go. There you go. There you go. So he got it. Look, it there looks just like him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Whoever drew those did a really good job, by the way. Yeah. I think Bubba did. Bubba. Did no. you draw those? No. Have you drawn? I, I, pa- I can't draw my own surprise. Is there a portrait? Is there a portrait? What I'm saying is, did she take those portraits that you have in your little office of your little fur babies? <laughs> and uh, and and did she grab that artwork that you had done, send it to a t-shirt person, and say, "Put these on a shirt"? No, I, I have never drawn our dogs. Yeah, right. No, yeah. And why you drew beagles? Who came yeah, up that was with a long the time sentence? Ago. 
The, who, who did yeah, the who, who came up him? with the sentence? Was y'all have to, y'all Caitlin? Have to, y'all have to check with my wife because I don't know. <laughs> you know what? It's all a surprise for me. I'll tell you this, though. and I speak for every I man. Didn't, I didn't proof it. I didn't okay it. I just got it. You know. I say this, and I speak for every man. The point was taken. <laughs> it was. That, 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 that'll drive the point home. <laughs> right. Anytime you mm. use any of that in any way, with oh, any yeah. man, it yeah. drives the point home. It gets home. the attention. It really it does. does. You know what we say? Got it. Got it. <laughs> so uh, I, I just feel like that's probably a Betty Caitlin thing. Funny. I don't think Hunter would. I, don't, I just don't think Hunter would go. Yeah, let's uh, do that. Yeah, it's a, yeah. He, he, it's almost like he's just too nice a person. He, right, you know what I mean? Right. The, the right. lady's got a little more edge. They do. Yeah. You know? yeah. So just, and and Caitlin's especially been up in Washington D.C. She's got to. Oh yeah. yeah. Sure. Oh, I could I could hear Betty laughing as she ordered it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. funny. Uh, so, uh, Father's Day weekend, we do have to ask the question in the audience, you know, how they did. Yeah. I'd like uh, to hear yeah, how I, some of the fathers came out. We, yeah. uh, we talked a little bit, we didn't have quite the response on people wanting to talk about what they were going to do, but now maybe that it's over, mm-hmm. we can get some reports. Yeah. We'll, 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 I, I know this <clears throat> because in, um, for some reason, one of these has stopped working. This happens from time to time where I'm set up to kind of see what's going on in the store and um, um, it, it, on, on both sides of everything that we're doing. For some reason, one of them dropped off this weekend, and I stopped seeing them. But it looked like to me that people all over this country were getting the gift uh, out of the Rick and Bubba store. A lot of men uh, were getting Rick and Bubba stuff, and I think that's good. And then they were, you know, if you can combine that with some of the other things that were going on, you know, little special things that dads were yep. getting, yep. I felt like we were going into it you know, really, really good, mm-hmm. and I, I hope it turned out. So we'll we'll get some of those phone calls from you coming up in the, the next hour, and um, and I kind of followed along. Did, did did everybody have kind of a drama free? Uh, no drama for anybody for Father's yeah. Day. Do we get out of this? I saw Adler. I saw the picture of you with your family. At one point, I thought you had gotten a haircut, <laughs> and I realized you just had it in a ponytail. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but I mean, I saw y'all up there, you know, with, with the view of Birmingham behind you. And uh, and and I thought, man, did Adler cut his hair and he's going to surprise us on Monday? Then I looked and I thought, no, he's got it in a ponytail. Mm-hmm. And um, and and but, uh, but I love y'all's little post, Adler, uh, Father's Day hike, mm-hmm. and yes. looked like Ruby was having none of it. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, she's know. got the biggest frown on her face. I'm trying to send my, <laughs> I'm trying to send myself the picture right now. Yeah, we went on a hike. She was a, she was a trooper. Yeah. I, uh, was this the extended family hike, or was that just a lunch that was extended family? This was with Aaron's dad. Okay, we went on a hike. Uh, I had a two, I had a, a four month old strapped to my body yes. uh, for oh, the entire wow. thing, uh, so that was fantastic. And uh, it's like and a weighted we, vest. What we 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 went over a little bit over a mile, so we didn't go crazy, but we went yeah. over a mile, and it was pretty hilly. And Ruby was a trooper and a champion. And I was just so proud of her. Right, and I was just such a dad. It was great, <laughs> and I was such a dad, and it was great. Like well, she did. I mean, occasionally she would have a frown on her face, but she mm-hmm. kept going. And it was really just the picture. That was the biggest part. Which is, like, I don't want to stop for a picture, but we got her a walking stick. That helped. Oh yeah, she thought she was cool. It was. <laughs> I mean, it was dangerous. I mean, you know. Uh, three-year-olds don't handle sticks very no, responsibly. No, no. no, they don't. But, uh, no, it was great. It was, we had a great time. So We'll be back. Top of the hour. More Rick and Bubba recaps coming up. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. And as all daddies like to do, how about, can I show you some pictures of me and my kids? <laughs> uh, we, we ran out of time, but I do want to see that picture of, of the Adler's hiking. 
and and there's Ezra strapped on to Daddy, and there is the look, look at Ruby. She is ready. She she's loving the hike so much. She just don't want to stop for a picture. No. Don't ask that girl to stop for a picture. She's on a hike. Y'all, I thought we were in trouble. We were seriously like 100 feet into the hike, and she goes, "My legs are tired." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh no, no. we are in trouble." Oh, no. But she was a trooper. She was great. And and little man, he fell asleep about a mile in. Oh yeah, and uh, it was. It was great, guys. It was, it was a fantastic time. <laughs> That's so cool. Uh, Her facial expressions. Oh I mean. my goodness! Have you ever? Have you ever? Funny. And there's a lot. You have things happen, and, you, and they become custom. Do you ever have that that moment when it just strikes you? And you're just sitting there, and you're by yourself, and you're looking at trees, and all of a sudden you go, "Wow, so I'm somebody's dad." Yeah. Yes, uh-huh. yes, yeah. a lot. Yeah, it happened a lot, a lot more when I was young. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> the good. shock and all. Yeah, the shock and all, Bill. Uh, when they hand you that kid for the oh, first time, you're like, that is you're like, I think there's someone else more qualified yeah. here, isn't there? Why, wait, why wait, are y'all me? handing this to me? Wait, this is, wait, what, this is mine? Wait, me? <laughs> what, I'm this dad? <laughs> oh, man, I don't know about that. Uh, but anyway, uh, what an honor it is. And, it is. And, and as you, as we have said unapologetically on, on the program, and, and it really, you know, we talk about being professors of common sense. So... One of the things, and I'm just going to say this, and we say it all the time, but it's not just a catchphrase, it's true. This, this country and this world has always and currently really, really needs godly men, men who fear God. Uh, th- there was a time, and I heard Steve Farrar, God rest his soul, speak to this one time. There was a time, and we're all old enough. Bub, I know you and, and, and I are, are old enough. Greg's old enough maybe speedy probably because he's close uh, and and helms and adler it might have started to fade but when when we were growing up there was no greater compliment that your granddaddy or your dad could pay to another man if he was over there and your dad or your granddad would say now you see mr so-and-so over there that's a god-fearing man yeah yeah, used to hear that term a lot. It was something yeah. that men used to aspire to be yeah. called. Now, I don't know that anybody even cares to be called that anymore. Do we even say that anymore? Uh, I heard something um, in one of the messages I heard over the weekend, and it's from Brian Gunn, and he has a daughter who's, you know, just he's, she's out of college a few years, and she's a mover and shaker, a very successful young lady. And he made a comment one time about, you know, there was a time that, you know, people would, he was taking on cultural Christianity. Uh, and he said, you know, you know, the kind of people, the business people that go to church just so they can put it on a resume. And she, she, he said, I get in the car and she said, I have to correct you on that now, dad. And he said, what do you mean? She said, putting, being involved in the church on your resume now will actually cost you a job, not get you a job. Right. Right. And, uh, he was like, wow. Uh, okay. You're right. I, I did that, that that little analogy. I might want to drop from my (laughs) presentation, you know, because there's really no benefit to it now. Yeah. Uh, and you know, people a lot of times would do that because people used to want to know what are you involved in your local church and that yeah, that maybe you know. But now, if you say you're too involved in the church, it may cost you. Yeah. But that's probably a good thing for the health of the church. But anyway, so um, well, we hear a lot about phobics now. Yeah. You know, in our right. you know, I think what we really need is some hellophobic. Yeah. <laughs> and that is fear of busting the gates of hell wide open. Hey, amen, <laughs> amen, brother. But anyway, somebody say amen. But uh, but one of the things, and, and you know, we're just Calhoun County boys, three of us, and then the rest of us are Mississippi, Alabama folk, and. Adler, you know, he tries that like he's from Texas, but he's been in Alabama too he's long from now. San Antonio. But even Texas, even Texas would fall into this. Okay, and Florida. Yeah, in Florida. But anyway, San Antonio is so. 
and that you you know I've said this before, but I want to say it again, setting this up. I don't really like wasting time on things that don't matter. Okay, right. And uh, and and I, I I'm not talking. So if I enjoy it, that means it matters. But I'm talking about if I feel like that I'm I'm somebody's put share it to you this. I don't like busy work. If I feel like that something's going on right now, if I feel, this is just busy work. This doesn't really accomplish anything. It doesn't have any impact. I don't even know why I'm fooling with this. I, I, I like doing something I think matters that's moving something forward. Well, my entire life, all I've heard on Father's Day from pastors is that every piece of survey we've ever done, that there's a headship and there's an influence, not, not, not more valuable. Men and women are equal in value, co-heirs with Christ in the church. But there's a headship. And there's an influence that God has given men that cannot be replaced by anything else. Now, the problem with that is we've been given that influence and we can't turn it off. I know I did this. I wanted to live my life. And all this is directed at me. And if, it's, if it helps you, then great. I'm talking about what happened in my life. And I thought, is there a way to take that influence and move it to neutral? Where I'm not really influencing anybody because I don't want to be an influence to anybody because I want to live my life any way I want to live my life. Now, I don't want to go to hell. <laughs> uh, so somehow I'm going to try to come up with some sort of redemption that doesn't change anything. So you're still a hellophobic. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. whatever. But but the problem is I wasn't really hellophobic because I didn't understand redemption. <laughs> because uh, apparently I thought you could be uh, redeemed by Jesus and it not have any impact on your life whatsoever. Well, Scripture doesn't say that. That led us to the latest devotion just we just put out called Transform. But anyway... So anyway, most men will say, well, I don't want to be a bad influence, but I, I don't really want to put the effort in to be a good influence, so I think I'll just try to be no influence. That's impossible. So that means that we're either an asset to the family, we're an asset to society, we're an asset to the church, or we're a detriment. There is no in-between. And it kind of goes back to what you said, Bubba. I think we also think there's this, this middle ground spiritually where I'm not really sold out for Jesus, but I'm certainly not with the devil. Well, that, that, that doesn't exist. If, you, if we're not under the authority of Christ, redeemed by him and advancing his kingdom, then we are children of the devil. There is no in-between. And, and we all try to find that in-between. I, I don't really want to be devoted to really either one. Well, th that choice doesn't exist. Jesus doesn't give us that choice. So if, if it's true, and you see Satan trying to say, if we could just remove men from society, society would be better. Well, see, that that's that, you know, his greatest weapon, we talked about this in the Bible study last Wednesday, the number one weapon in the arsenal of Satan himself is deception. Always has been, always will be. Is that what God really said? He uh, he led with that, and he's been rolling that, and he hopes you don't know. It's his fastball. He hopes we haven't mm -hmm. taken the time to know the scriptures and to know the genuine article. And you know what's unfortunate is he knows that most likely most of us he comes after, we have it. We don't know. Mm. We're easily fooled because we don't know. Okay, we haven't taken the time to know. You know, too many. I did this. Too many men live their life telling their children, "Go ask your mama." When it comes to the, the spiritual headship of, of the house, well, if that's true, then shouldn't we be focused on where the greatest impact lies, and that is reaching and discipling men? Shouldn't that be the passion of the church? The because somebody said, "Rick, what have you been working on?" I said, "Well, I've been working on things that." that have some impact, well, have you solved the problem? Back to Bubba's analogy. Are you still mopping on the first floor when, when the toilet is leaking on the second floor? Have you, have you gone out to reach and disciple men? If we claim every Father's Day that they've been given this headship and they've been given this influence and, and they're not under the authority of Christ, so they're, 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 they're not doing what God designed them to do, 
but yet we d- seem to dump all of our money. And by the way, it is not true that you reach the family through the children. That's not true. That is not true. You don't reach the family by because men, you, I think you, you underestimate how depraved we really are in our fallen state. We're more than willing for our wives and children to go to church and be immersed in the local church, and we think that's a good thing for them. But we're more than willing to either drop them off physically and go play golf that day or go hunting, fishing, and do what we really want to do, or be there but stay on the peripheral and not really be involved. So you thought that somehow they would influence us to be more involved in the church, but they don't have that influence on us. Mm-hmm. We'll appease them, but they don't lead us. You reach the family by getting the man. You bring him into the church, and you make him a solid, sold-out follower of Christ. And the family will follow him and solidify in the church. They will. And it was one of the things I was convicted of when I first became a follower of Christ is Christ said, your children go to church because they think mama wants to go and you're appeasing her. They need to see that it's a priority to you. So if, if, if that's the truth, then we say, let's create a plan to reach and disciple men because that's probably going to solve the most problems. And that's what that's what we've done, and that's what we're doing. And when I come back, I'll tell you about um, about how it went at another opportunity this past weekend, the serious and the funny. And I know everybody's been asking, how did it go? Did you come in too hot on Mike Pence? We'll talk about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, and some of the things that uh, that we saw this past weekend uh, at the Grand Hour Men's Conference. So we'll update that when we come back right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, so I'll, you you remember when there when you started getting older? You know, when you were younger, I mean, you got in trouble, and you we, the way we were raised, which I think was better. You, you got your little hiney tore up, and it stung. Oh, and, buddy! And then you remember getting <clears throat> to the point where you were kind of old enough, and you thought that what your parents did that involved you know spankings and things like that or you know if you, if you ever we were never really grounded a lot we it was usually it was usually consistent it was severe and it was quick mm-hmm. okay and then it was over and then it was over but you didn't forget it no but then you remember the first time that one of your parents said to you you know the thing about this right now rick is i'm just disappointed i'm not even mad i'm just disappointed mm. And you remember how that felt? Oh, yeah. yeah. And you were like, oh, wow. This, I didn't think anything could feel worse than you being mad, but this actually may feel – this feels terrible. Yeah. And um, that's kind of where I am with some of the audience. I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. Because I, I really – I don't know that we've just lost discernment, you know, when to be appropriate, when, when's the appropriate time to do or say fill in the blank. So let, let me be clear on something about Mike Pence. And I know it's one of the reasons why I don't really want anything to do with politics anymore because it's become so toxic. But if Donald Trump is, is, is going to be the nominee and, and you think that he's the best thing for the country, and he did a great job the last time he was president, and I, I totally acknowledge that, and he's been good to this show. Yep. I don't have any problem with, with our relationship with Donald Trump and his camp, they've been good to us. There's no animosity there. Okay, so don't read that. But this thing with the way some of y'all are acting involving Mike Pence, especially when the whole thing with the show was that he was kind enough to come on. 
he he is he announced a book he and his daughter are doing coming out that involves building the American family back, which I think we could all use a little of that. And we talked about faith, and we talked about the importance of these men men's conferences and the state of men. And we're talking about the transformation that only Jesus provides. Okay. And then there was a joke, which I just updated us on, about do I come in too hot with people who have platforms or celebrities, well-known people. And it's a running joke on the program, and it's meant to be funny. Okay? So the whole thing about me putting a picture of me with Mike Pence was only about that we're glad to be at the conference, but mainly about, hey, do y'all think I'm coming in too hot? (laughs) Right. Okay? And 90% of the audience – Got that completely. And they made comments based on, hey, watch out, Rick. Don't come in too hot. Is this your new best friend? When y'all having lunch? And that was all meant to be funny. <laughs> good, yeah. good fun. But yeah, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Here come the Trumpites. Mm. Here come the Trump trance. So the way some of you behaved and have commented on that post, it, it disappoints me. It really does. It just disappoints me. And I, I will say this: there was one person who put something. The things y'all were saying about Mike Pence, and then saying about me because I was putting a picture up with me with Mike Pence. Some of the things y'all were saying, and some of the things you've emailed, and some of the things you've commented on, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. You really should. And and it's disappointing that you can't discern. Uh, I have a preferred candidate, and I think this is the way to go politically, and attacking someone's character, attacking someone personally, and attacking me for being at a men's conference and having a picture to make with them, okay, and having them on the show. It's disappointing. And I'm going to say strategically, if you'll listen, and I know some of you can't because we're in this mob thing now where all we do is scream and yell. We don't talk anymore, and it's toxic. If some of y'all would listen, and I'm going to say it based on one comment and what my response was. One guy said, well, I noticed you removed my comment. Or do you not believe in free speech? To which I replied, no, here's why I removed your comment. Because I don't think there's anything that turns people away from Trump quite like certain Trump supporters. <laughs> and I'm actually protecting Trump, and I'm protecting you because the fact that you just attacked me and Mike Pence while we have our picture made at a men's conference and everybody else is commenting on a bit on the show about coming in too hot, and you couldn't figure that out, I'm also protecting you because you look foolish. You're hurting Trump because people think that Trump supporters are crazy, and, 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 uh, and then you're hurting yourself because people are, who have sense are going, wow, that wasn't the time or place for that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm protecting you, and I'm protecting Trump. So that's why I took it down. Help me help you. And, uh, and so I, I just don't understand. And I looked and researched all the things y'all were upset about. And, you know, uh, if uh, there, there's things when you talk about people politically, that's fine. And that comes with the territory and Pence. They know that. He even talked about this. If you would have heard what the man said at the conference when he was self-deprecating, he even talked about how he lost his way from his faith because he was arrogant how he at one time started compromising things when he was in government, and he finally made a decision that if he was going to be a man of God, he couldn't do that. Some of the things you've seen him not do, he's doing it because he thinks this is the right thing to say and do. 
And when you when we're going to go after somebody personally who's done things like hold marriage in very high regard and take steps to keep him from falling into to sins of lust and being inappropriate to his wife, I, you know, I just I would just be careful attacking somebody like that, even if you think politically they've done your favorite person <clears throat> wrong or didn't do it right. Um, you know, you got to look at what Trump did to him too. And, and Mike Pence is just a, is just a man. And when he says, I'm not going to tell you right now, I would pardon Trump if he's found guilty or something, because I don't know what's going to happen with any of this. But he also said, I think what they're doing to Trump is wrong. And I think that he ought to have his day in court and people shouldn't be called guilty, uh, until they're proven guilty. They should be called innocent. He said that about Trump. I went and found the comments myself. And he said, but you're asking me about a pardon that I don't even know what situation I would be in. So I I can't tell you I would pardon something right now when I don't even know the situation I would be in. That's a big hypothetical. Yeah. You know, we may joke around about it, make comments, but when it really gets to your name on the line to pardon somebody, you got to know all the details of a case, and every one of them is different. And that's a... That's a power, by the way, that the president has that is unchecked by the other two uh, wings of government. So it is a big deal. Yeah. And and so I just, you know, as as far as the kind of person that that you look at, and he's not a perfect man, and he hasn't done everything right, but I haven't either. I don't think you can say that Donald Trump has done everything right. I don't think you can say that Mike Pence has done everything right. But when I, if I was standing here looking at a man of character and integrity on the things that really mattered, and I'm not even saying that he would make the best president, the fact that he probably wouldn't be as good a president in today's environment right. as Trump really is a compliment. It's really a, he's almost too good a guy to be in all that mess, the way it is now, yeah. uh, and because the way it is now. Uh, is, is I'm afraid it's kind of like my dad said when he was coaching football, and he kept it in line, and if you crossed lines, he would get rid of you. But I remember him saying, if I hadn't been called to the dorm in the middle of the night uh, a few times prior to the season, we're probably not going to have a good football team. Mm-hmm, yeah. Because some of the things that go on out there on that field, really gentlemen sometimes don't fare well out there. And I think our political situation has gotten the same way. So I understand the desire for a Trump. I get it. And I'm not even against it as far as getting the job done. But I am against the way that y'all behaved concerning him being at this men's conference, being on this show talking about Mike Pence, and me having my picture made with him. I'm very disappointed in the way some of you acted. And if that's going to take you away from this show, then you can go. Yeah, We'd be better off without you. And remember, I didn't get my picture made with it. Right. And remember, Bubba didn't because he's a Trumper. But at least he didn't dog pants. He, he just refused to be here for the interview. That's the way you handle things like that. Right, Bubba? That's right. Looked up to the IV. I refused. Your phone calls are next. 866-WE-BE-BIG. All 10 lines are available. How'd your Father's Day go? Let's talk when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To have John Fetterman introduce Joe Biden is an attempt to make Joe Biden look better. 
I, I tell you, who whoever came up with this, yeah. I mean, even if I was in that scenario, I would say, look, we're going we're gonna to break this up. We're going to have somebody that can actually introduce, right. each of you introduce, you have your little spiel, right. stumble through it, whatever, and then we're going to get somebody else coherent, yeah. and they're going to introduce the, the president to it, and, and everybody has their say. Mm-hmm. Right. R- Rick, this is too much can't get it together all on the stage at one time. Right. Yeah. Have you seen this, by the way? You know limit to that? Have you seen this? No, I haven't. The first time, and I'm looking forward to <laughs> well, it. You're gonna, he's in you're, a hoodie. You're gonna, Who thought this was a good idea? In a sick in a sick way, I'm looking forward to it. But I, I think what you're saying, Bubba, it's is... It's everything you're gonna you're imagining right now. You ever had somebody in a marketing <laughs> it plan? It will not fail. Somebody in a marketing plan, and you show them what you put together, and they said, that's just too busy? Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to make yeah. people feel uncomfortable. That's too much to look at. Yeah. This may be too much. Now, I do think there is one thing, the thing I mentioned. Is there a strategy? Put Fetterman up there to make Biden look coherent. <laughs> could I mean? Could I don't know. It's more like a train wreck. So here we go. Fetterman introducing Joe Biden. And now I'm standing next to the president again, next to a, a collapsed bridge here, and he is here to commit to work with the, the governor and the the, the delegation oh to my. make sure that we get this fixed quick. <laughs> Did he just as well too? This is a president that is committed to infrastructure. No, oh. yeah, and then on top of that, oh, that uh, was that infrastructure? The, the dual, uh, <laughs> kind of a uh, uh, law oh. of the infraction bill that is going to make sure that there's going to be bridges oh. all across, like oh, it the sounds all across like us. America, getting rebuilt. That sounds like us trying to say infrastructure. Um, Rick, I got a quote from Biden. Hell of a job. <laughs> Can you I know, I, I just don't think you should have stroke oh victim my. and mm. early yeah, I, onset together on the stage. I, I know he can't help it. It's a medical thing. I'm going to the decision to put him up right, there. Right, right. That's the thing. This. Maybe Who does look, that? Have somebody that can say it. Have him wave, tell it thumbs up, you yeah. know, in his hoodie, whatever he does. Now the hoodie. Uh, well, look I, what, again. Can I? Ch- is this, this, this how is, is this real? Can th- I, can this I, is that situation where sometimes you just need to go home, take care of your health. Yes. Can I say this? I know that's not what he meant, but it almost looks like and you could pull the clip easy that he calls Joe Biden a collapsed bridge. Yes, <laughs> he, <does>. he did. <laughs> but he, I'm standing he next did. to a collapsed bridge. Now, let me tell you, Joe Biden's collapsed bridge. We we don't get Freudian all the nuances slip. of that because we're making noise during it. But if you see the subtitles come up, you you I mean, it's a screen. Look, uh, you think how can this go on in front of a camera? If uh, I if I were running against Biden, because I don't think he's going to run again. It's it's almost a fantasy for some anybody to say that. But I would pull this clip. It looks like Fetterman calls the president a collapsed bridge. He does. Let's see it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Watch, watch it again. this right here. Watch. And now I'm standing next to the president again, next to a, a collapsed bridge. Here. <laughs> he, he says I'm standing next to the he president with a collapsed right. bridge. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to make fun of his medical condition. Yes, I'm no. No, but yes, I'm going to make will. fun of that hoodie. Yeah, that, you're gonna. You're now you believe in your with, own hop. You're in an event with a president, <laughs> and you're gonna show up my hoodie. Yeah, I know, I know. And you're a senator. If somebody sometimes you up, just need to go to the house. Yeah. You know, Golly. if somebody came up and said, "All right, now who we got introducing Biden today?" We're, we think Fetterman. What? <laughs> These yeah, two? Are, what? Yeah. Oh, to make the president look co- like he's got he's got a full like he's yeah, sharp. He'll yeah. make him look sharp. All right, here's the next one. Uh, him, he's trying to say Representative uh, Brendan Boyle. But it, it doesn't go well. It, uh, we start talking about bile, and it, oh, it, it just goes bad. Good. Here's Fetterman. It's a pleasure to be here and to introduce my my friend, Congressman Boyle Bile. <laughs> Wait for it. Oh, he's going short, too. Guys. Oh, my. 
I wasn't ready for that. Well, thank you. Uh, I'm uh, Congressman well, Brendan Boyle. <laughs> you're not Boyle. You didn't give the name. He says his name. <laughs> he corrects him. Look, I'm not. Name wrong. I'm not going to get on Fetterman yeah, for the way he dresses because I dress that way. Yes, but, I understand, uh, Of course, you're not a senator. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, but with the president. Yes, yeah, the president is next to us right yeah. now. But, yeah, isn't it common courtesy that you would? You would present yourself in a suit as a senator introducing the well, current president. Why don't you just me, look at what everybody this. else is wearing around you? Oh, That's your hey, first clue. If, business if, casual, it works. If, if you're, oh, goodness. He says, boil by. <laughs> he says, boil by. I'm going to be here and to introduce my. My friend, Congressman Boyle Bile. <laughs> now listen, listen to his correct name. <laughs> Big crowd. Well, thank you. Uh, I'm uh, Congressman Brendan Boyle. <laughs> I mean, it ain't even close. It ain't even close. Boyle Bile. My good friend, Boyden Bile. My good Look, friend, if, if Boyle Bile. Listen, if you're if your condition. Indicates now. that you have to dress like Come me on now. in that situation. Come Maybe you just now. don't need to be right. There. Come on, right? Now. I mean, can we not? <laughs> Come on now. What, what is it? Just keep putting these guys oh, up. I mean, goodness. when you you've got a medical ailment, man, go to the you know go to the mm. medical tent. Right. Let, um, let somebody else check in. You know, right. on the first clip we played when he was talking about the <laughs> president, I I. The second time we played it, I didn't focus on him. I focused on focused on just the president, and he's trying to make sense of it all. And at one time, he's either long blinking or he's falling asleep. I thought he fell asleep. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, I thought he, I I, that. Seriously, I thought he. I thought he fell asleep. Yeah. The president again next to a collapsed bridge here, and he is here to commit to work with the, the governor and he's the, out. The, the delegation he's to asleep. make sure that we get this fixed. Quick. No, oh, yeah, that's just a squinting. This is a president that is committed to infrastructure. <laughs> and what? Yeah, and then on top of that... Uh, Are we the, just going to let infrastructure go? Uh, well, kind what? of a uh, uh, law of the infraction uh, oh, bill. Oh, my goodness. Uh, oh, my sure this is cruel, is what it is. It's it is. It is. I'm mad at the handlers here. In the towel. First of all, I'm mad at the voters. Secondly... I'm mad at the handlers yeah, for allowing put, him to stand up there and do that. that. You know what? It's mean. You just stand I mean, there and wave. Mean, yeah, I'm here, and then know, have somebody thank else. Thank goodness Greg's you know, different now, but I'm telling you. <laughs> right, right. right. He's can big-hearted Woo. Greg over there. Look, I know we struggle with words, but and I know we wear hoodies, but mm. we're not a senator introducing the leader of the free world. No, we're not. When we come back, let's talk football. We, yes, we got to talk football. Let's talk football. We got to get fired. We got to get away from that. We got to get away. Let's go. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's a pleasure to be here and to introduce my, my friend, Congressman Boyle Bile. Well, thank you. Uh, I'm uh, Congressman Brendan Boyle. Thing quite punctures the fun zone, like you're America these days. Thanks, Rick. We were just, it just got out of Just that. enjoying it. Huh? But I do like when I see some people saying, you know what? I'm taking action. I, I'm not going to sit here and say, I'll have another, please. Uh, this, of course, um, the L.A. Dodgers and one of the many people, I still laugh my head off at Babylon B because of the, the way wives love Hobby Lobby. Did yeah, you see oh that the, the Babylon Bee? And he says, yeah. "Man prays that Hobby Lobby will do something stupid." Yeah, I know, you know. know. But, but anyway, do so, something woke. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why uh, that the, the, the Dodgers have made the decision they made, other than the fact that they crumbled to pressure. Well, guess what? Those who were completely insulted 
uh, by them featuring in pregame some sort of uh, pride night with these sisters. If it, is it perpetual indulgence? Is that yeah, what they're called? Yeah, something like something that. like that. And of course, they blaspheme the church and they blaspheme um, our Lord and Savior. And the Dodgers had a little bit of an issue. And uh, there's video. How about there were Christians who got outside to protest? Look inside the stadium and then, here, Rick, while they're honoring them. And then, and and so look at the stadium. Here is uh, these um, these people that have insulted Christians everywhere. The stadium look. is empty, and they're even getting booed by the 14, 15 people that are actually inside the stadium. And this is their big moment. And uh, can go- someone explain? Unreal. I, I, now, I, I now is the, the you have the footage of the outside the stadium, Adler, on there? Yeah, there's there's, there's mobs of Christians that have gathered outside to tell the Dodgers how much they object to the fact that really, and it is true, the, these Christians that were protesting, and I commend you, you what you've done is you said, hey, Dodgers, we, we're smart enough to realize that you're picking winner, winners and losers. When it comes down to who's going to be insulted and offended, you have chosen Christians. You're more concerned about offending the LGBTQ. Look at this, Bubba. Yeah, I I saw it yesterday. Look look at the the people out there. And there's even more shots of them gathered together uh, with a guy on the PA doing some stuff that's really impressive. So all of these Catholic people are saying, look, y'all have picked a side. And you're siding with the LGBTQ because you don't care how they're treating us. So we're going to show you that apparently you only respond to people you're afraid of. So we're going to show you that we can disrupt uh, ticket sales. We can disrupt this. So here's the Dodgers bending, and and like back to the first footage. Look bend. Now look how many more people are out here that are insulted by it than the people who said, i got to get in there to see this tribute to the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence or whatever it is, something like that. Uh, and um, and so if you're sitting here with marketing and you're saying, hey, guys, if we're going to pick sides, why don't we pick the larger number of people? Yeah, yeah, just go with yeah. the math here on this. Yeah, and uh, but they, they pick winners and losers, and what they have to be shown is that sometimes people of faith have to stand up and say, you know what, we're just not going to sit here and, and take this. We're going, because if, if you truly are a follower of Christ, even if all you're trying to do is to go on record that when God looks down, Jesus talking, and I know it's documented in Matthew 10, I think Luke documents it too, but I can't remember where it is in Luke, where Jesus says the following thing. If you will not acknowledge me in front of men, meaning mankind, if you will not acknowledge me in front of the people of the world, I will not acknowledge you before the Father. And uh, well, that's a pretty big statement. Yeah. It is. So, yeah, so, it is. so, because, and, and people go, well, what is he talking about? That's not how we're saved. No, what is Rick? He's... It's making me feel hellophobic. Again. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I tell you what Jesus is saying. If you really have been redeemed by me, you will stand up for me. The fact that you won't shows you really never were, because hmm. because you can't really experience me and be transformed by me and then not stand with me against the world who wants to mock and and wants to blaspheme me. Uh, and again, you know, if, if nothing else, they're saying I'm not just against what the Dodgers are doing. I want everybody to know that I'm for God. Yes. You know, I, <laughs> right? I, I know yeah. it's hard to believe, yeah. but we we have more Biden clips. No, it's, it's, a, it's no, a banner day. There, there can't be it's more. It's a banner day. There can't be more. Uh, you want to hit a few more of those? Yeah. So, so F- follow these numbers here about how Biden claims he has cut oh, the national goodness. debt. My goodness, which one is totally wrong. 
Right. But listen to him try to well, explain Well, with his it. approval rating right now, if they had Biden not, I think the crowd may look very similar. <laughs> uh, so here is uh, Biden's claim that he literally, I love that he throws that word yeah. in, has cut the national <clears throat> debt in half, is he saying? Well, listen to what he said. All right, here we go. We literally cut the federal debt literally. in half by $1.4 trillion. In my first two years, I reduced the debt by $1.7 trillion. We cut the debt. By $1.7 billion in the last two years. Let me say that again. $1.7 trillion. We've lowered the federal debt. We cut the federal debt in half. Fact. In two years, <laughs> Jack. I reduced the debt $1.7 billion. In the first two years of my administration, I cut the debt by $1.7 trillion. The number. Billion, trillion, billion, The trillion. number is big. By the way, big difference in $1.7 billion and $1.7 trillion, but all well, of it's bad. That's a fact. You, you heard one point. You heard whispering. one point point four. Billion. Mm-hmm. You've heard one point four trillion. Mm-hmm. You heard one point seven billion. Mm-hmm. One point seven trillion. I mean, he's all he's run the whole list well, of everything. Cut it in half. And 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 you <laughs> you have good. to you have to know these these terms too. Whisper. We have a we have a deficit a budget deficit each year, but that deficit adds up to the national debt. Right. Okay. The debt is everything we owe. The deficit is what we were short this year. Right. But he's interchanging the words. Yes, too. he is. I mean, the whole thing well, is right. just a mess. Bubba, also, That's a fact, Bubba. Well, let me just tell you all this. <laughs> First year. It cannot be a fact that half of 31.9 is 1.4, 1.7. No, no, it, it doesn't. I mean, there's no math where that comes out. <laughs> there's no math that you get half. Of thirty-one point nine trillion out of any of these numbers, oh. and then he says to you, "We cut it in half, and that's a fact." <laughs> and it's not a fact. And the no. way they play this game, you know, the Congressional Budget Office is supposed to be nonpartisan. They score all these bills, and they tell you what the real numbers are going to be. But they will sell a package and get it approved. And just for round figures, we'll say it's a hundred dollars. Okay. Well, they fix it so it only goes in the budget the first few years at like $10 and $15. Yep. And then the, the big hit is on the back end of it. So they will claim they have saved money this year when they have actually obligated you for 10 times that amount down the road. Yep. So you're not you're not being yeah. honest. They're playing it, games. Yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely word salad yeah. and a shell game. By the way, $1.7 trillion. We've lowered the federal debt. We cut the federal debt in half. Fact. (laughs) Half of 31.9 is not 1.7 either. There's no fact to that, Mr. President. Unless you can get yourself up to about 15, 16. (laughs) Yeah. uh, And you remember, we were terrified of it when it was nine. Oh, yeah. Under George Bush. Well, and and, and you're right about these, these games that they play. And. It's, you know, when you look at, I mean, right now, I saw a story over the weekend that Kennedy is actually ahead of Biden. Okay. Mm-hmm. That he's ahead of Biden right now. Can we get cut five? He is going to, to mention something here. Right. I will have to come back right, on yeah, that. I didn't realize it was yeah, that long. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty long. But you, and you it's come hard, out of it's it hard to listen to. But you need to hear what he's saying. Oh, I got to hear him this. do that voice thing. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do that for four minutes and forty seconds. I can't do it for four minutes and forty no, seconds. No, no, you come That's out of it eternity. when you want. No, you come out of it when you want. Yeah, That's just the whole. Thing. But listen is it to true? the content of it? Don't listen to the the quivering voice. No. Listen it, to the content of the words. Is guys. it true that he's oh, no. ahead in the polls right now? Ahead of Biden? Supposedly. Nah. Supposedly. It depends on what poll, what yeah. state. Okay. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. 
All right, 21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. We're back, 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll get to some of your other phone calls coming up uh, a little bit later in this hour. But uh, so Robert F. Kennedy, which some polls are showing, he's actually well, he's definitely picking up substantial momentum. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we can say that without any reservation. Well, Rick, flip the dog would poll pretty good at this point. Yes, okay, yes, let's be honest. Right. Flip the dog. Oh, flip. That. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that. You're right. But anyway, that's not one of Greg's puppies. But so Robert oh, F. Kennedy flip. is, and and why are we we're, 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 we're playing this because he's got what is he saying in here? He's just what? talking about all the money we wasted uh, okay. or have wasted on. Uh, the uh, Ukrainian war, right. as well as COVID nineteen, and all the trillions okay. of dollars, wow. and, and and then the inf- inflation, and and how people are starving and trying to buy groceries. Now, I'm gonna ask the uh, I'm gonna ask the audience and you guys to move past. Uh, yeah, it's, it's okay. hard. To, it's hard to follow, and but just try to listen to the message. He's on Joe Rogan, and they're talking. And, and this is it. Rick. Here's the thing: we can debate what we're spending money for, or not spending it for, good, bad. But the point is, you can't just print money like right. a Saturday night drunk and it not cause inflation. And when you do, it robs everybody. Right. Yeah. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Every skin Everybody. Color, we all every go Every class. Every goes up. Everybody gets robbed when inflation goes up, and it will it will cost you big time over the long well, run. Well, I'm glad right. a, a Democrat is, is saying that because yeah. it's not just going to be in the rich. Matter of fact, the rich will probably get through it better than, the, the, than yeah. if you're not. Yeah, knowing you couldn't sit through four minutes, we've pulled it to about two. There's just no okay. way. There's just no way. So, All right, let's see. <clears throat> so we got lots of money for the, for the military-industrial complex, lots of money for the bankers, you know, the banksters. Uh, but mm. we're starving Americans to death. Starving them, and his because of all the inflation, we spent sixteen trillion on the lockdown. We wasted, got nothing for it. Eight trillion on the Ukraine war. That's twenty-four trillion dollars that they had to print to pay for nothing. That money, the way they're paying it back, they're not going to tell us they're raised taxes because you can't do that. It's a hidden tax called inflation, and it hits the poor and the middle class, and it has dismantled the middle class in this country. Well, my friends, food bills for basic foods like chicken, dairy, and eggs has increased 76% in two years to pay for the Iraq war, or the Ukraine war, the Iraq war, and the lockdowns. His food prices are going up. And now the government's telling him, while we have plenty of money for the military and the banks, we don't have it for Americans who are, you know, hardworking people. And, uh, you know, something is not right. We don't have. We're in a crisis in this country. We're in, you know, and we need to start looking at. We need to start unraveling the empire. We have 800 bases abroad. We were told after in 1992, when when the Soviet Union collapsed, we were told we were going to get a peace dividend. That the military expenditure was going to going to go from 600 billion a year to 200 billion, and we were going to stop making billion-dollar stealth bombers that can't fly in the rain and that we're going to take that money home and build schools with it and build infrastructure and give health care, good health care in the inner cities. And then none of that happened. And today, instead of going down to $200 billion, it's gone up. The total military expenditure, if you include national security, is $1.3 billion. And it hasn't made us safer. It's made us worse off. You know, what, $3 trillion? Yeah, he's like, yes, yeah, I he, he, had this, yeah. he had the wrong number right there, there at the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's an interesting point. I will say this for 
the Kennedys and his brother. Who's huffing and puffing? I'm sweating. Um, it's Fetterman, Biden, and this in the same show. What are we doing? That has it together. What are we doing? JFK. Is there any politician out there that J- we could play? JFK's economics was more in line with Trump, absolutely, than the modern Democratic Party because it was. You know, it was actually was correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's pretty good, by the way. And it needs more. Have, have you? Quiver. Quiver. you, you put in a little bit of cap right now. Since, since we're on the topic of <laughs> RFK Jr., <laughs> have you heard his comments about JFK's assassination? Who? Him? Yes. I'll tell no. you what I think happened. No. <laughs> Craig. What the hell? What he, he said about it. Go ahead and say No, he, he said the CIA assassinated Yes, he said it was the CIA. He said CIA absolutely. Y'all sure that's what he said? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I heard him say it. Rick, why are you having to smoke when you do that? Yeah. Okay. But I, I find it interesting that he's, See, he's that it. bold to say that and what he's basing that, that information on. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because I mean, he is, it was his uncle. I mean, he's, I know he's in the family. Yeah. So we're going to. Hard s- to listen to, but in the family. If he were to win, we have to hear that on the State of the Union. Mm-hmm. Well, I hear it a lot. Rick, right no, now, right now, stop. anybody that steps up that is credible will win the Democratic nomination. Anybody. And that's what Newsom's counting on, and he's just waiting to jump in until he gets his money lined up. Right. Newsom is a socialist, and, and but I would, he, I would rather hear him talk than, than yes. I mean, And then he can go and run on the record he's had in California. He wants to do wow. for us as a country wow. what he's done yeah. in California. Yeah, look how great that started. Uh, good night. <laughs> People are We're in trouble, y'all. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you. I'm going to make the rest of the country look like that. Mm. Yeah, Tent city. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going to let him do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's not horse. <laughs> He's Greg, He's got Greg's a on it. Right He's close. He's not going to let him do it. Well, add in what What's his doing. deal? What caused all that? We talked about it. Spasmodic. It's what the report. I was, when I was asleep the other day. It's what the report. Dis, uh, the name of it is spasmodic. Oh, yeah, dysphonia. Yeah, yeah. Dysphonia. That guy that did yeah. the report the other day. It sounds like you got a bad telephone, whatever it is. So if you, I'll still take him over Beth Mowens. Yeah, I agree. But, you know that's that's hard okay. to listen to. Beth Y'all. Mowens is painful to listen I, to. I'm sorry. No, I, that's I, two I, levels. I, I just didn't know what it was. Y'all want to hear him talk about the CIA real quick? Yeah. Yes. Hey, if you got oh, that, oh, I just want you to hear what he said about it. Listen to it. And he realized they had been lying to him and trying to trick him. And he said, "I want to take the CIA and shatter it into a thousand pieces and scatter it to the winds." For the next a thousand days of his presidency, he was at war. With his military and intelligence apparatus, they tried to get him to go into Laos. He said no. They tried to get him to go into Vietnam. They said that we need 250,000 combat troops. He refused. Everybody around him wanted to go into Vietnam. He sent 16,000 military advisors. They weren't allowed to fight. Many of them did. They both violated the rules of engagement. In October of 1963, he heard some of his Green Berets had been killed over there. And he said, I want a total casualty list from Vietnam. And his aide came to him and said, 75 Americans have died. He said, that's too many. And he signed that day a national security order ordering all troops out of Vietnam. Anyways, he got the So he's saying that's what got him. Well, we've said all along. Speedy, you don't have were, to breathe like that. He so, has the breathing problems, not you. Right. There were so and many people. There were so many people lined up on that parade route to get a shot, mm-hmm. and the CIA was probably one of them. Mm-hmm. Cubans, Russians. Don't forget the mob. The mob, because yes. they double back on them. See, I, I tie it more to the mob because they took out Robert too. Yeah, who was yeah. you know who was yeah. after them? His dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I do think Oswald fired those shots now. Mm-hmm. Who set him Who's up and who, who arranged that parade route? 
That's another one. I mean, Johnson, he's easy. His people were in charge easy. of the parade route. What are the odds that you're going to set up a parade and you're going to rub the president by a school book depository where a guy you know is nuts who's bought a rifle, already tried to kill one general in town, that you're going to ride him by an open window with that guy? I mean, what are the odds of that? Come on. You know, mm. <laughs> it, that's, to me, that's beyond reasonable doubt, just saying it. Yeah. Phone calls are next. Any topic you want to talk about, 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Uh, and uh, we'll get you in here ready to go. All 10 lines are available. Uh, just to give us a break, if you're a little hoarse or have a cold today, don't call today. <laughs> yeah, we need a segment with clear phone calls. Yeah, yeah so we'll, stop, just breathe. Speedy. Yeah, yeah. Speedy, you can't. T- Speedy, you don't take on people's ailments. It's fine. It's affecting my breathing. We'll take your calls next. Hey, it's Rick and Bubba. Here's an invitation to tomorrow's Rick and Bubba show. We'll be here. We want you to be here, and together we'll have a lot of fun. Won't you join us? We got to have you. Y'all got to be here tomorrow for another Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out A. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.